What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Spilling the Beans, where we believe that as we have real and authentic conversations, the most wisdom comes out. As we spill the beans together, we see vulnerability, we see truth, we see real life occur. I'm your host, Sabina Hogue. Let's spill these beans. What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Spilling the Beans. I'm actually joined by another Enneagram 8. So this is our first ever 8 on 8 segment with Spilling the Beans because as an Enneagram 8, I love other 8s, which I guess is not a very Enneagram 8 thing. (laughs) But I love pulling them on. I love hearing the ridiculous stuff they're going to say. I like getting in arguments, probably with, no, I mean, I don't want to get in an argument with you, <laughs> but I love hear, picking their brain because I feel like it's really cool to see someone else's thought process, but I also, this is also one of my good friends. If she was any other Instagram number, she would have came on anyway, <laughs> so validating. This, I have Serena Jones. Um, we just went on a very long road trip together. We went, the time that we spent at the road trip was not very long, but the time on the road was very long. <laughs> the time on the road was long. <laughs> but Serena, you have anything to say? Any introduction? Um, I'm Serena, and this I'm, I'm way we're gonna. She's an eight. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> nothing, an eight. Nothing much to share. It. We just actually filmed something for youth where they made us fight each other. Oh my gosh, that so, was so intense. That was fun. They were like, I think they underestimated how aggressive we were. Like, that was the whole point, was to, like, have two people come on and, like, be aggressive with each other, but I'm pretty sure that, like, that was underestimated. They were like, don't actually hurt each other, and we were like, I, I don't know how you could fight. I, like, left with a bruised rib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine. Someone, another person that, like, I know that's kind of, like, kind of, I guess she's an eight too. so she was like, yeah, I'm always, like, punching people as a joke, so she's punching me, and this was the first time that my arms actually hurt when someone's punched me. Like, it hurt a little bit, but I wasn't going to be like, that hurt. Like, it just hurt enough to remind me that I was a person, because yeah. I know when it punches yeah. me on the arm anymore, yeah. so I was like, I was like, I get why people don't like it. It's when I always punch them on fun, the arm. like, when you're an eight, and another eight walks in the room, and it's just kind of like that unspoken, like, competition almost, where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if it's competition. It feels like the Jeep wave. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what's up? But, I mean, this isn't an Enneagram 8 podcast, sadly. Maybe I should just convert it. But <laughs> me and Serena have been talking a lot about, honestly, I would say not boundaries, but I guess boundaries in the sense of tapping out and saying no, which yeah. is very hard for people like me or people who are very, I guess, not performance-driven, but very driven personalities, yeah. which can go into a lot of different numbers. There's a lot of people that are just naturally very driven. And saying no when you're driven is, like, the hardest thing. It's like death. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It feels like waving the white flag. Yeah. But we've been talking a little bit more about that. And I think just, like, me and Serena have, I think, two-year age gap. And so just, like, some of the thoughts that I used to have kind of run through her head. And then yeah. some of the things that I've just, like, picked up. But we wanted to have a talk about it because I think that's really relatable that a lot of people go through where they feel like they just keep saying yes to things or, or, hey, like sometimes you say yes to things you don't even have control over. They're like, actually, you got voluntold. And so you're (laughs) sitting there and you're like, I can't do this anymore. So when do you say, hey, this is too much, too much on the capacity? And I think this relates to all people. It doesn't just relate to people in ministry. I mean, I'm sure it does. But like, like this podcast is, it's for, it's letting you inside. Like, what are the thoughts that go through your head? I would definitely say whenever I'm, like, asked to do something, I I don't even 
take a second to think. I'm just like, yes, like I'll do it. Yes. Um, I want to, and genuine, like genuinely excited and I do want to, but, but then I walk away and I'm like, oh man, like, oh gosh, like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Or then I do it and my week is just so like overbooked and I've said yes to so many things. And, and for me saying no, it's almost like, like you said, like waving the white flag. Like, I don't want to look like I'm not capable. I don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to, like, I don't want to, you know, I want to be the person that people are like, oh, she can do it, you know? And so I think it's almost like a, like a vulnerability thing to be, to be able to just say like, you know, I'd love to, but I just can't or, oh, I just can't make that work this week or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it even goes, cause I know I can make things work and I'm dead, but yeah. I can make them work. Right. <laughs> and so it's like, it's even knowing, it's even loving yourself enough to say, Hey, like this isn't good for my capacity. And right. then it's saying, cause I think it all just does stem from insecure. I mean, I think it truly does stem from insecurity because insecurity doesn't make us want to be vulnerable because we right. can't show people the weakness, but like the insecurity of like, well, this is an opportunity. Like I got to shoot my shot. I know I get that way. And so it's, but it's like, Hey, like some, there might be someone that's way better at doing that. Yeah. That when my no is giving them a yes and they didn't even think about it. So sometimes whenever people ask you to do something and I know it's like, Sometimes it's things I don't want to do, so I definitely do be like, this person would love to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's really good at this? You know so very and so. good. So-and-so. But, like, even things I want to do that, I'm just like, ugh, this isn't the capacity I have. Like, yeah. Or, like, I if I say yes to this, I have to cut something else out, and I can't cut something else out. Right. It's being like, hey, I, thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Have you thought of this person? Or, yeah. hey, I'll be thinking of a person that would be really good at it. Thank you for asking me, but it's a no. Right. And I think the fear of missing out, for, personally, for me, like, plays into it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, that's such a cool opportunity. Like, I, I want to be there. But something, like, that the Lord has really been speaking to me is, um, like, what does he have for me? Like, in that, like, today, what does the Lord have for me? Today, what is he calling me to? What does he want me to do? And <clears throat> that's just something that I've been really journaling about. Like, I'll be like, okay, so for this week, like, what do you want me to say yes to? Like, mm. these are my priorities. These are what you've called me to. So anything in this is going to be a yes. And anything outside of that, I need to consider, look at my schedule, pray about, you know what I mean? So it's just like. Yeah. And I think there's like a fine line between stretching your capacity and overloading your capacity. And so I think it's like, I was actually listening to a podcast this morning that was talking about weightlifting. Whenever I go to the gym, I listen to podcasts or I listen to like music. But if right. I'm trying to like not because I can't work out to Christian music. So sometimes I just listen <laughs> oh my gosh, to secular music. this is music. so funny. I was at the gym, and I had a podcast on, and it was Christine Kane. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my woman. Love, Love her. her. <laughs> but um, I was listening to a podcast, and I was on the treadmill, and I just started busting out laughing, and I just totally forgot I was at the gym. And this guy next to me, like, just kept looking at me, and in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, why is he looking at me? Like, is it because I look good? Was like, I'm cute? at the gym. Like, no, he was old. I was oh. like, what the heck? And then I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been laughing. And you, he like on the side, like on, he was on my right side and I didn't have my earphone in that side. So it just looked like I was running and like hysterically laughing like a crazy person. I do that actually sometimes without music. I'm kidding. I mean, I like, I try to smile when I run because I feel like it makes the pain less. It doesn't, but I, I just think it does. It's true, just but convincing yourself. anyway, I was at the gym and I was like listening to this podcast and it was talking about how a lot of people think when they're trying to do more weight, it's about pushing your max. But it's actually about pushing your daily threshold. That's yeah. how you expand your capacity. Yeah. And I, when I listened to that, I was thinking about how many times do I think I could just keep maxing out my weeks and it'll grow my capacity? Yes. There are going to be weeks that, 
hey, that week, that was a lot. <laughs> that was like four events. Yeah. I had like nine meetings today. That is not a typical day for me. Like not a typical Tuesday and I had nine meetings and I feel exhausted. But that can't be my typical. However, if my if I start going from every day I usually have three meetings, now I have four and I slowly go to five, that nine won't feel so bad. Because right. it's about building your daily threshold. And so I think that's even, hey, like when you have a lot going on, do you, are you overloading like your max or are you overloading your threshold like if you have a daily schedule right now and you're like this is pretty doable maybe yeah. add what if you're like i wonder if i could build my capacity more add one yeah. thing maybe it's leading a small group one day a week yeah that's a i would say about four hour commitment of the whole week right because you're like thinking about that so i think that's important to know is that i'm not saying like hey i'm a big component of test your capacity yeah. like but I'm also very – I'm also trying to really work at testing my capacity healthily, but also saying what's the difference between building and burning? Right. Like when am I building and when am I burning at the edges? And I'm, I'm not even being effective in anything I'm yeah. doing. I think something that um, – I something that I wrote down was like would I sacrifice my plan for God's purpose? Like mm. would I sacrifice – all of these things that I want to do, which might be good or like God's plan and God's purpose and growing me to be able to do things that are great, you know? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, going back to the whole insecurity thing, it's like, I'm loved and accepted and welcomed and adored by the Lord before I do any of that. Before I say yes to one single thing, I'm already loved. I don't have to strive for something that I already have. And when I remind myself that, it really takes a lot of pressure off of, like, I don't feel like I have to say yes to this. I can, like, logically think about if that's, like, a smart decision to say yes to. because And without all of the insecurities of, I have to do this so that I can get affirmation. I have to get, I have to do this so that I can feel loved or I can feel valued or needed or whatever. Yeah. And I think that, like, that's so good because you, like, you need to start from that place. And I think it's also, like, it's not a... I think you have to, when you're saying no to things and you're guarding your capacity, it really is. Like, because capacity goes into all ranges. This isn't just, like, people who work for a church. You can work for a job. You can be a student. Right. You can be anyone. Right. And really have people doing that. But the, the thing about people is that they don't know your capacity. Mm-hmm. Some do. Like, I'm thankful that I have bosses that are very in tune with, like, my capacity. I mean, mind you, my boss kind of has to be because he sets it. So, but. <laughs> right. But, like, having, but people are going to just be like, hey, why don't you do this? Hey, why don't you do this? And so it's deciphering. What is a good thing versus a God thing? Right. And that can go into any realm. It could be, hey, I might want to play on this intramural sports team in college. Right. Okay. Is that a good thing or is that a God thing? And sometimes it's just, hey, this is a good thing for me to do and I have the capacity for it. But if you're like, I'm burning at the edges, but you feel like God's like, hey, there's someone on that team that needs you. Why don't you drop out of this thing? Yeah. Why don't you, hey, maybe not go to this thing anymore. I want you to be in this thing. And usually God will redirect because every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. But it's so important having even people in your life, especially for people like me that know that I will say yes to things when I know I shouldn't. Right. And having them be like, you're not good. And like having that has been way more helpful. And even also seeing what are the things you're fighting against? Like I almost potentially had to come to class two days of the week instead of one day. And when I tell you that I raised, I raised some stuff up. I was like, (laughs) I was like, this is not okay. This is not my plan. Like, and I remember pulling aside my, my pastor, who's my boss. And I was like, I will, because we're in a series called Not Okay, shout out to, <laughs> that's a community series, but I was like, I will not be okay if I have to yeah. show up, and I was like, 
and if I have to show up and my capacity remains the same, like what I have on my plate remains the same, I, I won't be good. Yeah. And that was not fun to say, but the better part of it, the story was he said, I, I know I could tell. Yeah. Like, I know we're going to, if you do end up having to go there, we'll readjust what you're, hold, what you're carrying. Yeah. Because I knew I would be exhausted and I, but having someone that says, I can see that. Yeah. And instead of saying, why would you not be okay? Just figure it out. Right. Cut these things out. Like, because for me, like, working out in the morning is very big. If I don't work out in the morning, I'm a mess. But that's something that not everybody realizes is a very necessity for my capacity. Right. It energizes me and it keeps me in a very good place. Just like, it's the same thing as I kind of do my Devo time, I feel right. like. Right. But, so, if someone would who doesn't really know you is like, oh, why don't you just cut that out? Right. I'd be like, why don't I just cut you out? Yeah, why don't I just cut, cut you, you right out now? of the world? <laughs> But, I mean, I think practically, Serena, you've kind of walked through this lately. How would, how did you approach that situation where you had to be like, hey, white flag, too much, yeah. help. And then, and like, what did you do? And then I can even chime in five because I've done this a few times, being like, white flag. <laughs> I definitely, it definitely started with, like, picking up my pride and just kind of throwing it out the window, which really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, great, emotions, vulnerability, I have to go, I have to tell them how I feel. Oh, my God, I'd, like, I'd, I'd rather die. You know, like, that's how I feel, like, I'd rather death. Amen. <laughs> and so it was really just, it resulted in a two-hour conversation with, you know, maybe some tears, maybe not. I'm not going to admit that I cried. But she cried. <laughs> I, I cried. Mean, I cried. I'm saying it. Right it's, now. it's on record. I cried. Oh, um, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really just getting like honest with my with people in my life that that I've trusted, with people in my life that the Lord has put there yeah. to be able to speak into my life. And I'm like, hey, I this is what I've been doing. This is too much. I need help readjusting, refocusing, and and just redoing like what I know that the Lord is calling to me, calling me to in this season. And um, the way that I thought I was like, oh, my God, they're going to be mad. Oh, my God, they're going to hate me. Oh, my God, they're not going to think I'm tough. Oh, they're going to think I'm a freaking weenie. Like, I can't. Amen. <laughs> and, um, and so, but really they were like, wow, like, thank you. Thank you for coming to us. Thank you for telling us. Thank you for valuing yourself mm. and what you're doing and our relationship enough to come and be honest and be vulnerable and it was honestly one of the best conversations I've ever had. And, and it, it was so just refreshing and encouraging to get off that phone call after being encouraged and being reminded that before any of that, I'm loved. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that even if you feel like it's hard to like wave that white flag, like the flag will be waved, whether you're doing it or someone's doing it for you, because you'll get to a point of being so burnt out that you just can't. Yeah. And that's not healthy. Right. And it's like, we're called to live sustain. I I was reading something. I don't remember why. Like, I think it was someone sent it to me, like an article. And it was talking about how can you live your best day every day? Like, what yeah. are the sustainable steps? Because if you're like me, you just, like, go so hard that you're like, that is great three weeks. And then you, like, I used to get fevers because I'd go so hard. And then I'd right. get a fever. And it would be a signal to take a day off. Like, I wouldn't know I was going too much because I would spike a fever now you can't spike a fever without getting quarantined, so praise God it stops happening. <laughs> praise God we don't spike any more fevers. Praise God I have boundaries because I don't want to be spiking fevers and having to stay home for four weeks. Uh, that would be the Lord really being like, rest. <laughs> but I used to spike fevers because I could not keep my capacity and I couldn't. But I also didn't want to. Human yeah. limits felt like a sign of weakness that right. 
oh, I can't do everything. Like, it felt embarrassing to say because I used to want to be up at, like, 4 in the morning every single morning. I still try to wake up at 4.30. But I sleep in now. I sleep in now. I do not be waking up at no 4.30. I just (laughs) – it's the the ego boost that – it's the ego it's, that it's drives. The, it's when you walk past people and you're like, yeah, I've been up since 4.30. So. Yeah. That's, I mean, I would <laughs> wake, just casually say I would wake up and lay in bed watching Netflix just to say I was up at 4.30. I got up kidding. at 4.30. When did you get up? Nine? Oh, okay. <laughs> you but ain't like, eight. <laughs> I know. But I'm like, but part of that is also like saying, like, I can't do that every day. I can't, just because it's my plan doesn't mean yeah. it's healthy. Just because yeah. I would love to be up at five, but guess what? I didn't get home till 11. So right. I was doing stuff. Me being up at five is six hours of sleep, which your girl needs six, seven to eight. Like, I'm a mess. I honestly really need eight. I'm a really mess at six. Six. I'm, like, anything below, I just get delusional. I get really angry. But, like, I know I need that. Like, I literally need that amount of sleep. But it's, like, taking that time to be like, hey, what if I have to readjust my schedule? What if I don't get a workout in the morning? Mm. That stinks. <laughs> I don't like to, but also who, like, in the long run, who, like, I, I if I need to be helping people, I need to be rested. Right. And sometimes it's my own plan or my own drive can be, like, me having to hit my own brakes and be like, that's too much. And that's really hard, but that comes to a place of knowing that when I'm hitting my own brakes, it's really so that I can keep going. So yeah. I don't drive off the cliff because there's people that need you. For sure. There's people that need you to be around. There's people that need you to be at your job. And not be burned out. There's people that need you to still love being at church or lead that small group or serve wherever you're serving. But if you say yes to everything else, you may have to be saying no to the one thing that God really has said right. yes to you for. Yeah, that's so good. And that's like, I think the biggest thing about it is that like your capacity means that you can go 100% in the lanes God's given you. But when you're when you're going 50% all those lanes, like, are you really doing a service to anyone? Right, right. And that's something that I learned is like, Okay, if I'm doing 10, if my capacity is five things and I'm doing 10 things, then the reality is, is that I'm going to be doing all of those things at half, like halfway or a quarter of the way. And I'm not going to be doing it with excellence. I'm not going to be doing it right. I'm, you know, I, I like caught myself showing up late for things and being unprepared and, yeah, you know, just, just not doing it to the best of my ability. And so I actually, I had a sign that hung above my bed and it said sleep is for the week. Mm-hmm. I recently burned it, like Good. legitimately burned it. I was like, no, sleep is for me. Like, and I'm not weak. <laughs> like, sleep, sleep is, is like, for me. Let me just, let me let y'all know something. If you ever catch yourself crying about something you shouldn't be crying about, <laughs> mad about something you should be mad about. Go take a nap. No, check yourself <laughs> on these three things. Did I eat today? <laughs> what did I eat today? Did you just ate canes? You ate some Taco Bell? No wonder you're upset. Your stomach wants to hurt you. So you want to hurt other people because your stomach's so mad at you. But two, did you sleep? Have you been sleeping? Like, if you may be sleeping and you've been running off adrenaline, like, no wonder you snapping at people and no wonder. Like, I, if I am not rested and I'm not in a good place. Also, are you doing the things that make you happy? Like, are you doing the things that are healthy for you? Like, they, you like, bring you life. Bring you life, but also, like, that are actually healthy. Like, you don't yeah. need to go to the gym if you don't like going to the gym, but go for a walk. Yeah. Go do some yoga. Go play a sport. Like, whatever it is, but moving is actually very healthy for you. But, like, doing healthy things. So, sleeping, moving, doing things that bring you life. Because if not, like, one time, I got foe. And I'm going <laughs> to be honest, y'all. Foe is expensive. When you're in college and you spend more than eight bucks on anything, it's like a treat. It's and if like, it's, like, a yeah. two, it's, like... I can eat half my pho and then have the rest of my pho left. And it was $15 pho. So I put the rest of my pho in the fridge. And I was so excited. And I wrote my name on it. And I wrote the date. 
because I was like, no one can throw this away. Like, this is good. And someone threw it away that day. <laughs> and I cried over the phone because I was so sleep deprived and I was so exhausted. I had to leave the room because they were like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'll buy you a new one. And I just wanted to be like, you buy me it now, right now. Go right now. I'll go Bring get it back. Venmo me because I was so upset. Like, I had to walk away. I, I really had to walk away because I was, I realized how ridiculous it was to be crying over a phone. And they also told me, they go, why do you have boiled peanuts? And I was like, boiled peanuts? It's freaking phone. Do I look like a person that eat boiled peanuts? I was so mad. I, was- I will say that lack of sleep, I've never experienced so bad until Sabina and I were in Arkansas oh, sleeping God. on a mountain. That's another and- episode, bro. <laughs> we're already at 20 minutes. Oh, commute. shoot. Okay, I'll make it short. We're sleeping in a tent, y'all. It's 30 degrees. I don't know. Felt like 10. And we we are bundled up. 20 layers on, on a sleeping bag, literally pretty much cuddling at this point. The worst ever. And and we thought we'd been sleeping for like, I don't know, six hours. We we went to sleep at seven because we were exhausted because we left at like two in the morning to Arkansas. And it's just funny you say that. I know how to say Arkansas. But, bro. So we, we went to sleep at 7. We went to sleep at 7. I thought, I was like at least 6 hours. I've at least been sleeping like 4 to 6 hours. I thought it was 3 in the morning. We dozed off for like not even 20 minutes. And I wake up and I'm like, Sabina, what time is it? And I'm like thinking she's going to say 4, maybe 5. And she was like, it's freaking 9 p.m. I was, I was so mad. I've never been so mad I, in my life. I literally started crying in my sleeping bag i was regretting everything i was like when you wish a bear would eat you you know it's bad then you just you wish you're just like i was praying fire from heaven to come and hit my my feet like my feet were frozen i was like i was like you know the holy spirit like you know it's like a fire within us and i was like god please please, please. god i was praying in tongues. let it burn at my feet i could just tell if i was praying in tongues or shivering I don't know. Honestly, I literally turned to Sabina and I said, if a bear attacked or did, I don't know if I'd be, like, upset or just I don't just think it would glad. eat us. I think it'd be like, this is cold. <laughs> and walk <laughs> away. Cold. <laughs> this is cold. Send the meal back. <laughs> eat it up. <laughs> send it back. Send it back. I think it would attack someone else because it'd be like, raw meat right here. <laughs> but that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Serena, for coming on. I can almost 100% guarantee you she will be on multiple other times. But thank y'all for listening. Again, please subscribe and share with your friends. And rate us down below if this is on Apple because then it pushes our content to more people. So more people can listen to us spilling the beans. Bye, y'all. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Spilling the Beans. If you liked what you heard, please review us and subscribe. Also, share this with your friends. If you want to know more information about spilling the beans, you can follow me on my Instagram at Sabina Hogue. See y'all next time.